Salutations. Uh, Greetings and salutations. <clears throat> Good afternoon, evening, or night, or morning, whatever time of day you are listening to this. <laughs> and this is another episode of Duck and the Usher, a movie podcast. With you, as always, is me, Mr. Zachary W. Fisher, and Mr. Joshua A. Stan Camp. Howdy ho. Um, Welcome back. Yeah, it's, uh, I think we had a little bit of a week off there. Yeah, I had some problems with the roadcaster, so I got it yeah. fixed, though. But uh, things are hunky-dory in, in fish world. How are things in, in Josh world? Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. I'm working too much, personally. Got I the, can tell you look a little drained. Got yeah. the karaoke business, got the theater business, <laughs> got the podcast business. You so. had a pretty successful showing with the the theater right i did yeah no we, we made money that was a good thing that's so tight. we were gonna do a second show but we realized that second show was not available for us so <coughs> we think we chose our our second show so we're happy about that very cool man yeah. i've just been working a whole lot myself watching a bunch of movies um specifically uh you know movies pertaining to uh what we're talking about today and um also, uh, before we get started, let's let's always thank our regular listeners. Thank you all for tuning in again. All of our patrons uh, over on Patreon, thank you again. And our good homies over at the Copper Fox Tattoo Company for being our regular sponsor. If you are in the need of a permanent modification to your physical appearance, please give the good homies at Copper Fox Tattoo Company a call. They are located on West 192 uh over there by old town and the giant orange when you can reach them at 407-397-9938 thank you and we love you and our other producer of course is a one mr alan simmons aj simmons thanks as always for uh being uh the contributor that you are and making this happen for us we love you all and i'll read off all of our patrons names at the end and uh let's talk about uh what have you been watching, man? If you had time to watch anything at all, I haven't really been. I've been watching like Big Bang Theory. Okay. Uh, I've been watching that Mighty Ducks Game Changers thing. You still on that one? Is still it alright? Is it getting yeah, better? It's, it's not bad. I mean, it's like a nostalgia <coughs> thing. Okay. Anything else? Uh, watched Star Wars: New Hope last night. Just because just it was Star Wars Day. Yeah, it was Star Wars Day. I mean, other than that, I haven't really been yeah. watching shit. You know, I, I watched I, the new Mortal Kombat. Like, okay, yeah, that's about let's it. talk about that. I liked it. Okay, I really did. I thought I thought they're doing a different take. Uh, it is definitely better than the movie we're about to fucking cover. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I will I will agree objectively it's a better movie, but I I they're like some people had some eh, some <clears throat> apprehensions about this movie at first. Anyway, I thought it like kind of looked like a made for TV movie, but mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't mean I won't like it. I like a lot of bad stuff. Um, <clears throat> okay, positive points I will say because I remember I came out on like Facebook and just basically said it was hot garbage, and I I got some some pushback on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I don't I watched it five times. Jeez, if man. you can believe that. Yeah. Uh, the first time I watched it, I think I fell asleep about a quarter, two two thirds of the way through it, and then when I got back from work like the next day, I was like, all right, I'm gonna finish it. And I finished it, and I think because it felt a little disjointed from the way I watched it, I was like, okay, I gotta go back a third time. And watch it all the way through. 
well, I've, I must have gotten distracted or something because that third time I was like, all right, something, it still feels rushed, like I'm missing something. So then I watched it again, I think a, se- a fourth and fifth time, just for good measure, especially after watching these. Mm. And uh, I can say positively that I like the way it looks. I like the effects. The, fat- the fatalities were cool. Uh, the casting was great. Costuming was good. Uh, it looked good, but then there was things that didn't make sense to me. Like, why, why is Outworld just... Nothing. It's just gray nothing. There's no buildings anywhere. They're just people walking around going, well, this fucking sucks. There's kind of that one building that they like where it's, yeah, where like it's this precipice yeah, with like, doors, but no like railings. It's just OSHA uh, violations everywhere. <laughs> and he, when he was walking through the desert at one point, he, he's got like a scuff and dirt on his face. The Shang Tsung does. Yeah. I was like, was there was there a scene we missed? Is, it, he, is, he, is it outworld I, I, dirty? I did, I did read that uh, I think there were a you like a lot of fight scenes that were cut really is what they were saying that way uh i think it's like one of the actors i think it's like the main guy had (laughs) stated like an interview like yeah no they cut there were more fight scenes that were supposed to be oh i I didn't read that but that if if that's the case then that that blows um but there and then like okay goro right is a, a major like legendary character from the first game he's one of the sub bosses well, he's in the game, and he fights the lead character. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, by the way. You might want to skip ahead a few minutes if, if you haven't if you seen, seen it yet. Yeah. <clears throat> we get this character who's shoehorned into the movie that we didn't need. Uh, that could have easily been somebody like Johnny Cage or a lesser character in the franchise, of which there are multitudes. Well, I mean, that kind of sets up like the <laughs> next... Uh... I know what it does, effectively, but I, I, it could have... I don't know, it... Some of the choices with the writing is where it like I it kind of soured for me. Uh, I didn't I didn't like how uh, key characters, fan favorites, would just be introduced and then killed outright. You know, Kung Lao and the reptile, the really botched reptile. Kano is one of my favorite characters in the whole movie. I think they pretty much carried it. Everyone would agree to that. But then we also lose that character too by the end. But then there's okay. Then I have some ideas that I've shared with other people that they have shared with me as well, where they think okay. Shang Tsung said something in the movie uh, akin to death is just the beginning or whatever. So we're probably going to see some resurrected forms of those characters in the next movie if Shang Tsung uses his sorcery in a certain way. <clears throat> and like, there's precedent for that with the revenants in the game if you play the game series. So I don't know. I try not to like throw too much uh, negativity at it because I can accept the ridiculous premises that are the stories in the games. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited <clears throat> for the second like sequel to this new yeah. one to see how they bring it all together and if it's going to be a real trilogy or if it's going to be yeah just cut to pieces maybe we'll get a tournament in the movie about a fighting tournament maybe maybe we'll finally get that fighting <laughs> tournament yeah i also didn't like the, the 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 concept of like the the tattoo or the mark transferring the person the person because originally it's you know it's supposed to be just a group of random fighters who come together and try to like you know win a tournament from invasion. It kind of gives it more of a story through line, I guess, of like, if why are they here? It's definitely trying to like build like a universe franchise. Yeah. I think is what is, is which there's a lot in that story. That there's other realms like Edenia and, you know, other, um, what's the nether realm. And like, maybe we'll see with Sub-Zero's death in this game, maybe he'll become Noob Cybot. Yeah, because we also you know, get like Scorpion being in like hell and yeah. learning all that. You know, I learned a 
get the powers. And sure, but why would he, if he's not an Eng, a native English speaker, and why what do you say, down, get over here? He's down there in hell, and he comes up, and he's like, I'm Scorpion now. Yeah. Why would you call yourself, like, the uh, Japanese version? Because, well, he says, get over here in English, yeah. and then he starts talking Japanese to, like, his, you know, descendant, yeah. like, okay, does he, he takes know off, Japanese? He, did you like, notice that he took the mask off, like, three separate times in the space of, like, five minutes? Yeah, like, in a dramatic way. Do you recognize his face? And then he puts it back on, and then he takes it off to kill him, and then he puts it back on, and then when he walks up and says whatever he says to Cole after the fight, he takes it off says a thing and then just fucking peers uh it was his contract my face needs to be shown a couple of times (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 uh and that actor's like almost 62 so he did a pretty good job a great job but um yeah it's weird walk going into the movie the opening was fantastic i was like okay here we go here's like a legendary like you know story that all the fans would know and then you know we get it just bookends it i don't like it but anyway should we jump into what we're about to do (laughs) i do got something I i got a little bit of Oh, two other things. I watched a couple other movies that were also like out on the uh, um, streaming services. Yep. So I watched that new one, Without Remorse, uh, with uh, Michael B. Jordan. It's like a Tom Clancy movie. Mm-hmm. It was all right. I mean, if you like a, a tight action thriller with not a lot of like the corporate espionage, or not corporate. Oh, like, I watched, sorry, I watched Nobody also. Oh, fun. Yeah. How was that? It was good. I cool. liked it. Cool, I want to see that. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a fun, yeah. kick-ass movie. So, continue. So yeah, yeah. That popped it, in my brain. It was, it was a political thriller, but it felt more like, I don't know, more like some, something like The Punisher would do or something. I don't know. <clears throat> well, it's Tom Clancy, so it's like a Rainbow Six type of Yeah, but thing. It, it didn't have as much of that, like, there was military stuff to it, but it was this character was still just kind of like a, just a rogue badass who could pretty much get away with murder outside of Dulles International Airport. And, and then they put him in a jail cell and he, like, Punisher-style beats up a bunch of fucking, like, riot guards and then he gets out and then they put him on a secret mission because technically he's a felon they can do what he wants. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, that they old, played fast and loose. The tail is old this time. <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I watched through the entirety of Invincible on Prime, that animated superhero show. I haven't show. finished it yet, so don't it's it for It's amazing. Go watch that. I also watched Tenet, finally. From Nolan. Still haven't seen it. I don't know why people hated it so much. I thought it was pretty good. And and yeah, it kind of plays fast and loose with like time physics or whatever the preferred terminology is there. So I, 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 yeah, people are always going to like dog on Nolan just because he does what he does. I didn't hate it. Then I, then I watched two movies from our past, which I had seen one once before, but not the other. And there was a movie called Cast a Deadly Spell. With uh, Fred Ward, Clancy mm-hmm. Brown, Julianne Moore, and it's set in like the nineteen f- late nineteen forties, fifties. It's like film noir, but in this world in L.A., everybody uses magic. Oh, okay. And there are it's like very Lovecraftian. There's like all these. What's it called? Uh, Cast a deadly spell. I feel like I've heard that before. It's from like ninety one. It's really cool. And there's a sequel to it called Witch Hunt, where Dennis Hopper takes over the the lead role from Fred Ward. Whose name is Detective Harry Henry Philip Lovecraft? So it's H.P. Lovecraft That's is their funny. name, and uh, I thought it was really fun. And I think you should check it out. And the other one I watched was Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, mm. which was on uh, um, HBO, and I hadn't seen that since I don't know. I was probably six. <clears throat> Viggo Mortensen was in it, and that was kind of wild to see him like in like a something different. Yeah, he was also in the Prophecy as Satan. And then that same year he was in. I could see him as a playing a Satan. Yeah, pretty good. And I got I was got to thinking, like, man, this is only like nine years before he started shooting 
um, Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. Which is in its 20th anniversary this year. It is. Isn't that wild? Jesus. We're getting old. I, st- I started <laughs> watching. That's another thing I almost started watching yesterday was uh, the trilogy extended edition. I was like, yo, it's way too late in the day for me to put on <laughs> Fellowship in the Ring right now. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, what we're talking about, again, if you hadn't guessed, is Mortal Kombat. Um, I grew up with Mortal Kombat since like day one. I remember my dad getting me a copy of the Genesis game. I played, I, it. I played it on Super Nintendo. Cool. So I remember like, I think one and two, but I was yeah. more of a Street Fighter kid than anything. <clears throat> yeah. Because Mortal. We talked about this when we talked about Street Fighter too. Yeah. Because there was like two camps, essentially. Yeah. Is, I, is, I, that, is that the entirety of your history that's, with yeah, that's Mortal entire, Kombat? Yeah, oh. really. I mean, I remember seeing like the 95 movie probably once or twice. The, the okay. Movie, the, so we're talking about Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. Um, real quick, came out in 1997. It's okay. an hour and 34 minutes, which is an hour and 34 minutes too long <laughs> in my mind. Uh, <laughs> you can watch this on HBO. It got 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 2% Ooh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Big numbers. The budget was $30 million. It only made about 513 And okay. here are some movies that came out in 1997. 97, yeah. It was a good year. We had Postman. Postman okay. came out. Batman and Robin, that shit storm okay. of a film. It's uh, a year for bad movies, huh? Dante's Peak. Also, Volcano. That's came cons- out the same yeah, the twin movie phenomena. Uh, people think Dante like was speak. bad. I think I like it I think better. Volcano was worse. Yeah, me too. Um, Event Horizon came out that year. Okay. And of same course, director. Titanic. I mean, all right. 97, Titanic. So it was like the best year. movie all year was Titanic. Yeah, that's why I ended up <laughs> According that. to that list. <laughs> so, so watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation and then go watch Titanic and then you'll get kind of two sides of the spectrum. Or you'll realize that uh, <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson made a great choice in directing Event Horizon over this. Oh, really? Yeah. He had the choice? Yeah. Event Horizon is so much better. Yeah. But, you know, his career didn't really, like, reach any, uh, any greater heights than that after that. At least for me. Because I think after that he did AVP. And by then he was... Oh, I'm sorry, no. He started the Resident Evil franchise. Oh, uh, okay. Well, no, Alien vs. Predator was bad, too. I remember watching, It was real bad. I remember watching that and being like, what the hell is this movie? It's like Batman and Robin at the end. They team up together. I think, like, I think this is where the, the hate for him as a director like really started because of the way he... Well, I don't think people really cared for Resident Evil um, at the time because it didn't really closely follow the, the game, game story yeah. at all. If it, w- if it would have been like Resident Evil 1 where they're in the mansion yeah. and all that stuff, well, that would have been... Elements are there. They're there, but, but there's it's not. It's not the story. Like, who, the, who's they, Alice? It goes straight you know, to the hive. We didn't get, you know, uh, what was there her name? Chris Redfield and... Uh, Mila Jovich, right? Well, that's, Jill Valentine. I was thinking the the, the character's name. Oh, the, the character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there's no Alice in the games. Mm-mm. But she becomes central. Yeah, then to later the, on, it's Seven like movies? Like was it six or seven? Leon. That's all I remember from, like, Resident Evil 2. Leon. Oh, yeah. I think that was the last one I played. I think I played three, partially. But I think I some of the new ones are pretty good. Yeah, five and six guys. So let's good. jump into this baby. Hold on there. Hold oh, on. you got more? Yeah, dude, okay. I do. I do. I got a whole lot more. I just, I just, I want to hear, I want people to hear this bad acting. That's what we're about to uh, They will hear it, but I, you know, there's Jean-Claude, or shit. Jean-Claude I almost said Jean-Claude. Well, because I was looking at his name here. There's a lot of backstory to Mortal Kombat 2, and if you haven't, if you've been living under a rock the last 27 years, uh, you, you probably won't know this, but if you haven't been, you probably do. Um, because it's a massive uh, media franchise that started in, in 1992 with a video game from Midway Games. It was developed from an idea that Ed Boon and John Tobias had of making a game starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, because uh, Van Damme's star at that point had risen you know, to pretty lofty heights uh, with films like Bloodsport, uh, Cyborg, Kickboxer, Lionheart, and Double Impact. And a couple of those movies are like tournament fighters, so that's where they got the idea, especially Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still see elements of that original idea in Johnny Cage. His initials are JC. 
Johnny Cage. And his look in MK1 resembles that of the Frank Dukes character from Bloodsport. He's got the little black shorts and the sash. And he even does the nut shot, you know, which is straight up Johnny Cage. Uh, but the idea evolved into something that we recognize it is today, a tournament fighter with a cast of colorful characters. The OG game spawned uh, many sequels and spinoffs. Uh, action adventure games, uh, comic books, card games, action figures, which I owned a few. Me and my brother Tyler were massive fans of Mortal Kombat. Who's your, who your favorite character? The play. Starting from like the OG. Yeah, OG. Yeah, um, just like, like who was your go to character to play? I usually game? always went to like Raiden or Johnny Cage. I was always Scorpion. In that first one. Yeah, that harpoon was, was a big one. That's why it's like the number one rated character across yeah, the board. Yeah, because you didn't have to get close to anybody. You're like, I'm just going to bring him yeah. over here and beat him up. <laughs> and his story, I think, became like most recognizable and he got better too he became like the face of the game as well uh but, but it's cool when you want those older games uh when uh, i can speak <laughs> when you look at those older games the all they had to do is just color swap a character and give them different moves and boom we have two characters yeah, Save a lot of time yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh let's see here the uh it blah, 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 blah. <laughs> i can remember where i was oh, i was talking about the action figures so my yeah. brother and i had like they were they were made by gi joe and they were just like um, mold swaps of some of their other characters. I think they made originals for like the heads. But they just used pieces from like their other line of toys to make this Mortal Kombat. And some of them were kind of strange. Like they had like knives and guns and stuff and like uh, machetes or whatever attached to their torsos, of which they never wore in the game. Like there's grenades on like um, uh, Shang Tsung. He looks like he's in some kind of combat uniform. <laughs> They were pretty cool. Make uh, an easy buck. You know? Yeah, yeah. I we had a bunch of them. We played played with them endlessly. Um, there was also uh, let's see. Eventually, uh, Lawrence Kasanoff would produce uh, the movie uh, because he purchased the rights early in the nineties and did a lot of stuff with it. He also produced a second film, an animated TV series, uh, a live action TV series, a platinum selling album, and a live action tour. I remember that too. MK is. Um, one of the highest grossing media franchises all, of all time with an estimated 5.6, 5.06 billion dollars with 176 million of that being the, from the box office. Uh, the series would also be the center of much controversy when parents groups got wind of the game's ultraviolet content. We're all familiar with the fatalities, uh, which uh, no one bats an eye at these days. Uh, but then it was a pretty big deal. It all uh, like even like Joe Lieberman on like, there was like Senate hearings about it and shit. Uh, it also spawned uh, many clones and waves of imitators ushering in an era of exploitation games and using blood and violent finishers. Some notable clones are bio freaks. I don't know if you've played any of these. Mm -mm. I've only played about one or two of them. Uh, Bloodstorm, eternal champions, killer instinct, primal rage. Well, definitely killer. Instinct. Yeah, yeah, that's probably like the best of them. Um, We'll see Primal Rage, Street Fighter, the movie, the game, which is kind of a strange imitator of the first because he used like the photos of the actors, actors rather than animations. Uh, Tattoo Assassins and one that kind of is close to my heart, even though it's a terrible game, Shaq Fu. Do you remember Shaq Fu? It wasn't really an ultra violent game as much as it was like a tournament fighter, but it was Shaq 
who got transported to some alternate realm after going through some like Chinese apothecary. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he and he shows up and he's got to uh, fight off all these monsters and mummies and stuff. And it's it's fucking Shaq Fu. Yeah, Shaq Fu. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. It was rad. I played it a lot. Uh, in some countries, the game was banned outright. In Germany, every MK was banned for 10 years from its release until 2015. If I'm, I wrote that. As it was written. I'm not sure if I understand that sentence. Uh, MK9 is is banned in Brazil and South Korea and was banned in Australia until February of 2013. And MK11, the most recent, is banned in Indonesia, Japan, China, and the Ukraine. Well, I know that like the, the newer games, they got rid of the fatalities and there's like friendship mode. Well, friendship was a feature introduced even as far back as Mortal Kombat 2. Was um, it? But I thought it was just a new thing where it's like, instead of killing no. me, shake hands, do a little dance. There's all kinds of ways to oh, finish okay. because it was an arcade fighter, so there became this like culture where kids would walk up, put their quarters down, and they'd play. And if you're playing someone and, and you really, you know, Beat the body them, yeah. um, you can like hit the babality. It's like, you're just a baby. You know, uh, and it can fun. insult your, your opponent. That's fine. You can do it online now, too. But if it's like, say, you're playing someone you like, and you still beat them, and you're like, yeah, I mean, no, you know, no hard feelings. You hit them with a friendship. So that they can see it, and they'll be like, All right, you know, or at least that's how I get. That's how it was intended. But that's uh, how that's how my my buddy Beryl explained it to me. He is the guy I played Mortal Kombat with the most. We've I, th- I thought, I thought nowadays years. it was just like, oh, I don't want my kids like ripping skulls out of people's heads. So I'm just going to turn on friendship mode so that it's not like super no. gore and blood and violence. It's not quite uh, like a mode one turns on. It's just a series of different finishers. There's like brutalities, fatalities, animalities, babalities. And friendships, um, and uh, if there's if there's any others I'm missing, those are <laughs> there. Those are just the the main ones, and um, so yeah, Beryl, uh, he was originally going to be on the show with us because he's a huge fan and he's one of the best fighters I've ever played against. You know, one v one. He's even gone, gone to like local tournaments and competed a little bit. I don't think he's ever like placed, but he's definitely beaten a few people out there, like in the wild. That's cool. And I know he's good online. I've seen it, and um, he played a friend of mine once. While I was in Alaska, he was playing barrel here in Florida because he was he was a professional gamer or something, mm-hmm. and wanted to play barrel because I would play him all the time. And he's like, "Well, if 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 you're as good as you are and barrel beats you, I want to play him." So then he played him online. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, the first film was released in 1995. Um, it was directed by Paul W S Anderson, as we just mentioned, uh, the man behind Event Horizon, AVP, and Resident Evil franchise, and the 2008 remake of 1975's Death Race 2000 from Roger Corman. Unless that was the one with Jason Statham. Yeah. With Robin Shu, the guy who played Liu Kang in the first one, and and Annihilation was in. He was uh, uh, 14K, that one driver. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, Mortal Kombat 95 received mixed reviews, but fans of the series generally liked it, and it was commercially successful, pulling in $122 million on an $18 million budget. And the score was done by George S. Clinton. I did not know that until today, yeah. It had an animated sequel, Defenders of the Realm, which was a TV series on USA I used to watch after school. I remember that one. It was a live-action TV prequel called Mortal Kombat Conquest, and I remember this as well because it played on TNT. So I'd catch, like, my WWF and Mortal Kombat on USA, <laughs> and then I'd watch more, uh, WCW Monday Nitro on TNT, and right preceding, uh, or not preceding, but uh, following um, Nitro would be MK Conquest, so they were trying to get it off the ground. And there was a, an actor in it who also played one of the the agents in Matrix Reloaded. He's been in the John Wick movies. Um, you'd recognize him. His name was Ciro. Anyway, 
Of course, there was the the 97 movie and sequel, which is why we are here today. That is correct. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) So right, right off the top, I can say that I probably watched this movie way more than I did the first movie because this was just the one I got my hands on. And I also had the soundtrack to this for a while too. I think I think I want to say I remember cuz watching the movie like the soundtrack I remember the yeah. Mortal Kombat do, 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 right. do, do, do. The uh. second one got a little more industrial so it introduced me to bands like Rammstein and KMFDM and like uh Ministry or it was, I, I can't remember the other it ones. It was on definitely that. like the turn of like the house music techno Sure sure but it had like it was that it was that sort of techno industrial metal kind of which I I, I think I have some clips where you hear some of the music in there. So this movie kicks off with uh, the Mortal Kombat logo. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, just like the first and then one. The, yeah, and then the you flaming get dragon. The flaming logo. dragon. You get that that techno music, and then it kind of jumps into a uh, narration uh, by uh, by Raiden. And um, oh, I just lost it. Yeah, James, James Remar. Yeah, James Remar, yeah. who is the whitest man in the world, yes. playing Raiden. It's funny too. John Leonetti directed this one. He was a cinematographer on the first one, so you. And can, this is actually our second James Remar movie. Yeah, because we he was in the Phantom, the first right. film that we covered, and yeah, it was the very first film we covered. Yeah. I think it was just a year apart too. Yeah, yeah I think it was ninety six. Yeah, so yeah. he was kind of on his little movie high there for a minute. Yeah, but he's already he was already kind of a cult. Uh, he had like already been in a bunch. Darling, of shit. Yeah. he was in the Warriors. You know. Um, I like him a lot. Anyway, here's here's the beginning intro. We get this narration of it, and uh, you'll kind of get a good uh, good sense of what this movie is. Here we go. Mortal Kombat is not about death, but rather the preservation of life. Liu Kang and a few chosen fighters from the Earth Realm defeated Outworld Sorcerer Chang Sung. According to the rules of Mortal Kombat. Their victory preserved the safety of the Earth for one more generation. Our chosen ones were returned to Liu Kang's home on Earth, only to enjoy a brief period of peace. For someone from Outworld, has a different point of view. And they're kind of at like the temple, mm-hmm. and the sky starts turning purple. Yeah, and it starts raining ninjas. Hallelujah! Yeah. Ninjas <laughs> just is falling. They from make the, the sky. portals look like they're so far up in the sky, and then they're just bloop. Yeah, they just, just drop. And down. they're doing like flips and stuff. The, the best way I can explain this is it's like watching a, a '90s Power Ranger episode. Yeah, like really, and the CG is just. Oh boy, it's bad. Oh boy, you can literally see like Ti- lines. Fucking Titanic came out this year. Yeah, look at the. I That's mean, I, true. I understand Titanic was a lot of money, but yeah. I mean, look at the difference. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like the oh, it's so. There's I mean, a because r- what's that chick's name? The the uh, Shiva, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. got like the four arms, and you can see the mapping is like jittering. Yeah. It's blending into her other arm. Is oh boy. The sky was doing it too. If you look in the corner, like parts of the sky, where they, I don't know how they like rendered that, or I don't know how uh, visual effects work quite so well, but you can literally see the lines where like pieces of it are like just put together. It's bad. Yeah. And it's... and the sound that like zipping, like lightning sound, 
I kept, when I was a kid, I kept thinking it sounded like fingers running across like a windbreaker. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> or like somebody just messing with their zipper. I don't know. Yeah, just stupid things. Yeah, sounds I, make like, me think uh, of. The notes that I took, I'm re- like walking through this movie is not going to take very long. No. Um, so they start fighting. Boom, 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 boom. And then we get. Yeah. Uh, like, he kills Johnny Cage, right? Yeah, Khan, right? Yeah, Shao Khan. Shao Khan kills Johnny Cage. Yeah. And of course. Um, and it was a recast yeah, as well. Recast. Katana is really upset. She, you know, or not Katana. Sonya is Sonya's like upset. freaking out. Johnny Cage is dead. I guess like when she's he, a recast too. When he, when he dies, doesn't like this totem come up? From yeah, it comes him? out of the ground and like cradles him up in the sky. I think I like was like making popcorn or something, and I missed that. I was like, where the hell did the totem come from? <laughs> Megan's he just like, rises oh. up out of the ground. Jay was like, because Jay watched it with me, and yeah. he's like, oh, it just came out of the ground. So we we got the 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 death of Johnny Cage. Yeah, and the greatest. Oh man, dude. Sonya's like you know cradling Johnny Cage. Yeah, his eyes are twitching. Yeah, like this actor can't play dead to save his <clears throat> no, life. No, no, <laughs> he just did a bad job. Oh uh, yeah, it was not good. So, <laughs> the, the the Shao Kahn in this movie is um, Brian Thompson. He does a good job. It's not bad, but <laughs> he I, I is like mighty short to yeah. be uh, Shao Kahn, and his hammer is really sh- flimsy too. Yeah, you can tell it's a it's a rubber hammer. Yeah. Uh, he's been in a couple different movies. You might recognize him as one of the punks from the Terminator. In the first one, he was the Night Slasher in Cobra. Uh, and he was Brock in uh, Dragonheart. Um, and I think he was in some other more interesting, like, 90s stuff. I feel like he was in... Uh, Did a few things. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to... I think I may have uh, mistaken him for somebody in a different movie. Brian Thompson. Yeah. I think... I, oh, he's in... Um, he was in, yeah, Cobra. He was in The Expendables. There it is, Three Amigos. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, The Extendables. What the fuck the is that? Oh, bad. Just bad. Yeah. He was in Joe Dirt. That's what it says. Anyway, yeah. yeah. He plays our he plays our main he's, villain. He's our villain. <laughs> he's our villain. Um, Raiden kind of... Lionheart. Okay, all right. I, I'm sorry. I'm just catching up. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Raiden kind of zaps him, you know, kind of fl- makes everyone flee into, like, this dungeon area. Right. And then he kind of just starts talking about the realms merging, and we're going to play another clip. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's all it's all like right after they just literally if it's supposed in. to be like the end of the last movie, <clears throat> and then this shit happens. Like literally, they just get home and they're at Luke Kang's temple, and everyone's celebrating. There's kids running around with like fucking flags. Everyone's and like monks are having a good having time. a little, you know, oh great. And then Shao Kahn shows up, but he's this weird looking old giant old dude. And we cut to this movie. Johnny Cage and Sonya are two different people. Uh, James Remar is now <laughs> Christopher Lambert. <laughs> Shao Kahn has a Napoleon complex, and uh, and the sky is purple. <laughs> and <laughs> so they escape into uh, a, uh, some kind of ruins, and they and they go down to these like spheres that propel yeah, them on, through I, the earth. Yeah, but I, I got this clip of okay. of. Uh, Raiden kind of explaining about yeah. the merging of the realms okay. really shittily. The merging of the realms. <laughs> My mother resurrected. How is that possible? If I am correct, your mother Sindel is the key to all of this. This can't be. We won the tournament. The rules say the earth is safe for another generation. Obviously, Khan has cheated and broken the rules. I believe he has resurrected your mother to keep these portals open indefinitely. By reuniting you with her, Khan's spell will be broken. Your mother's soul will be at peace. 
and his portal's closed. How could the Elder Gods allow this? I do not know. But Khan must be stopped or your world will perish. We have six days until annihilation. I beat Shang Tsung like I can beat Khan. Yes. You beat a great sorcerer to win the tournament. But you are no match for Khan. If anyone's going to kill Khan, it's going to be me. Enough! You are far from ready. With his portals open, Khan's extermination squads will be everywhere, hunting you. I am telling you this for your own good. Khan knows I have no powers in Outworld. And as the two realms merge, I will lose my powers here on Earth. Each of you must grow stronger together. We are the only hope. I I feel like James Remar is is <clears throat> it's like he's doing like Robert Stack from like Unsolved Mysteries <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I was just it reading. was 1984. <laughs> like it just doesn't make any. Uh, it's just uh, this was right after that that really infamous line that was delivered by the actress who played Sindel. And all, all the costumes are like super colorful in this one now too. Oh yeah, I, for, uh, I forgot Sindel was also out there because yeah. it's like yeah, cause <clears throat> from the first movie, right? She wasn't in the first. She movie. was in the first movie. So yeah, this also is a little weird. Like this, this is essentially like borrowing from the plot of Mortal Kombat three. Okay, yeah. So it's like game. Katana's mother becomes. She's she was the queen of Outworld or Edenia or wherever she's from, and I I think some of the lore was retconned later. But she's she's queen of Outworld. She died. She's resurrected, thus giving Shao Kahn uh, claim. Yeah, to and, the and Katana, or, used, if anyone and Katana like changes over to the good side, right? Because she was a yeah, bad person. And, well, no, she she yeah. was always like out for herself. Like de- no, like a, a defector. Oh, okay, in a way, I guess if we're, we're supposed to believe that. And Katana is played by Talisa Soto. Soto. She's cute in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sandra Hess is. Uh, oh Sonya. yeah, she was a Bond girl. I forgot about that. Talisa Soto was? Yeah, she was oh, in a uh, license to kill. Oh, where? That's right. With a yeah. uh, Dalton. Dalton. She was married to Benjamin Pratt. Yes, or mm-hmm. is still. Oh, is still, yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, they're still married. Benjamin Pratt. He's a good actor. Yeah. He was in uh, Doctor Strange, wasn't he? Yes, yes, he was. Yeah. He's the guy that couldn't walk and, you know, yeah. and, and, and then, then Mordo showed up and he's like, guess what? I'm taking that shit from spoilers. you. Spoilers. Well, if you haven't seen that movie, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> it came out like five years ago. So, yeah, and then they go into, like, this underground maze of tunnels where they're like, get into this ball, and, and yeah. hey, you could get to Paris in 10 minutes. It's, yeah. like, better than the Concorde. Like, where, like, where did this concept come from? I don't know. Maybe it's, like, you know, there's lizard people living under there. Like, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Like, like Yeah, and they get in, like, this thing, and it spins around, and then, like, they're like, shift left, or we're not going to make the hole. So yeah. Like, okay. Somehow, Katana's used it before. It made perfect sense to my my childhood mind when I watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, they got to get places fast. (laughs) Forgetting that, like, portals was always, like, the the preferred mode of travel in, like, the games and the show, or even in the comic books, you just walk through a portal. Instead, they got to take these balls all over the earth. So, and then we have Shao Kahn telling Shinnok, right? Chinook? Chinook? Uh, yeah, because... Wait, it, was he Chinook? Yeah, Chinook. I've always kind of likened him to Chinook, but I didn't It know. is. Rainer Schoen played Chinook. That's the character. And tells him that Raiden still lives. Oh, shit, he is Chinook. Yeah. Which is weird, but yeah. 
I did. Oh my god, dude. You didn't watch that movie oh, yeah, so many times because they, say, they say it like once. I think they only say his name like once in the movie. That's why I was like, I didn't even. I never. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god, button. Uh, I gotta find it. <laughs> I never knew that was Shinnok. I thought it was just. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't I ever put that together? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fish's research fails. Yeah, it really does. Furniture. Oh damn it. <laughs> So, yeah, Kapuya, Shao Kahn's like, you know, because Shinnok's like, is Raiden still alive? He's like, no, I didn't kill him, father, right? Yeah. He's supposed to be son, right? Yeah, yeah. which is another stupid thing, because Shao Kahn and Raiden are not brothers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they got that fucking tattoo thing in this movie, too, where, like, it uh, he and Khan have one, and then, like, Cyrax has one on his shoulder, yeah, and so does Melina. It's like the family crest. Yeah. Thing, yeah. That's why I have, like, clips of that. They lift that. Did the new movie lift that out Maybe. Of this one? Maybe they kind of grabbed it. So kind of uh, a dumb Liu idea. King and me. Katana arrive at, Stupid. I just said, Destination. There's a big they fight. They arrive at Destination. At Destination, wherever the hell they're supposed oh, to be Oh, some facility, right? Uh, Liu Kang, Katana. No, they're like, they're like in like this oh, they're underground, in like underground cavern area. thing. Yeah. And then ninjas show up. Smoke. Smoke. Smoke and then a bunch of random ninjas. And I wrote down techno. A lot of. Yes. There's like these that's fucking. Your, that's your techno? That's my. Sound? The system is down. Should be like. There you go. And then I mean, just, we can make our own. Our own. That's a little different. I'm going to beat you up. There's like these robots with chest missiles. Yeah, dude. Is that part of the game? Yeah, dude. Okay. Okay, so there was a lot of gripes back then when this happened, too, because Smoke is originally one of those, like, gray color swap ninjas, just like Sub-Zero and, and mm-hmm. Scorpion. So you had the red, or I'm sorry, you had the yellow and the blue first. You had Reptile as well. He was a secret character in the first one. He was the green. Yeah, I remember Reptile. And you were asking me earlier, like, who's the red guy who's dressed similarly, similarly to Scorpion? And Sub-Zero <clears throat> stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of right, there was another one, a pink one or a purplish one. He's Rain. Okay, so Rain was made much later because I guess they didn't have enough color swaps. The red one is actually is a character called Ermac, and the funny thing about Ermac is it was an it, it happened by accident. Is it Ermac or Cyrax? Cyrax is the yellow um, cybernetic ninja. Okay, it's kind of in the name. Yeah, Cyrax. <laughs> so there was a red cybernetic ninja as well his name was sector but because i think because they were putting ermac yeah, in smoke here, is in here right and then he's part of the lin Kuei, same as sub-zero they're part of this this like ninja clan mm. so it's this like cybernetic fucking program they put all their uh ninja warriors through the that turned them into these fucking robots yeah rain's he's in like, this movie also rain yeah yeah so i guess it was rain it looked red to me there are two you're right there's yeah. a red one and and a the purplish one Rain is essentially a red shirt in this movie. He's just somebody that Shao Kahn can just execute. Yeah, he just kills him. He yeah. like says a couple of lines. He's just like, a disposable you. character, yeah. yeah. So the red dude you see is Ermac, and he also, I think, uses what is what we're supposed to infer is uh, Noob Saibot in that final battle when he uses that little that little uh, gooey thing that comes out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, That's yeah. supposed to be like Noob Saibot because I think Ermac, the character, is a collection of souls all in one in one body. He's like a a legion within himself mm. and I'm, again i'm not 100 percent sure on all the lore but i think he had control over noob saibot at one time and then there was like a noob smoke combination before Fucking as well noob, noob saibot <laughs> Just, 
Before the term noob was even I know, a thing, I was wondering too. if they like, took from that or something. Well, Noob Saibot is uh, just the backward spelling of Tobias and Boone, Ed Boone and John Tobias, oh. the creators of the game. That's fun. So when you're watching the new movie, it just, just came out, when Jack said, oh, you took the belt from Eddie Tobias. Well, Ed Boone's in this movie. He's Scorpion. He's the voice of Scorpion. Oh, he's just the voice. Oh, okay. He's been the voice of Scorpion since in all the games as well. Like, get over here. Oh, so, that's, yeah, because that's the only thing that I think Scorpion says, right? Usually. Usually, yeah. They gave him a couple lines in the first one. So we got we got the robot chess missile. I put, you know, Liu Kang does it's, all these <laughs> gigantic backflips that are, like, yeah. over-stylized. Yeah. Sub-Zero can fucking fly. No, he was he had a, a ice track, like Iceman. Uh, he, look at... He, he was could see flying. his legs. He was fucking flying. He was okay. on an ice pole, a really badly rendered <laughs> CG flying. ice line <laughs> that he, he had his legs on. It was like a la Iceman. Oh, okay, man. so this Sub-Zero actually isn't the Sub-Zero from the first one. Because no. Liu Kang is like, okay, I killed you. Got a clip of that. You do? Okay. Yeah, so Sub-Zero helps beat up all the fucking ninjas and shit. Yeah. And then this is right before... Um, uh, it'll end with the get over here because Scorpion fucking shows up with his bad CG. Yeah, and then he says suckers, <laughs> and he's leaving. Uh, here it is. You must go. There will be others. I killed you in a tournament. You killed my older brother. So why did you help us? I helped her, because legend has it, the princess is the key to stopping Khan's plot. You've been following us. Why? Two days ago, Khan reprogrammed Smoke to come after you instead of me, in order to keep you apart from Queen Sindel. All right. So how do we get to Nightwolf now? We have a common enemy, Sub-Zero. You must help us with your powers, if you want to stop Khan. Let's hope you succeed. <laughs> so they just ended there. And then they have a little. Cut it right before the music started. Yeah, they have a little battle. <laughs> Sub Zero dies. And he gets killed. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get killed? No. Oh, no, no. He doesn't get killed, but uh, Scorpion takes Katana. Yeah. Right. right. Now, I believe that's the same actor who played Scorpion on the first one. I think It was Ed Boon's voice. So. Yeah. And um, the Sub Zero in this one isn't the OG. Sub-Zero, or, or even the actor, because the story goes, Bihan is the first Sub-Zero. He is killed, um, I think, by Scorpion. Yeah, and Scorpion he, is J.J. JJ Perry, is the guy's name. Okay. I think he plays Cyrax, too. He was also in Conquest. He was in Bloodsport 3. It was a Bloodsport 3? 1997 came out the same year. Holy shit. I didn't even know there was a 2. <laughs> you know that movie's bullshit, right? You know that whole story about Frank Dukes? Uh-uh. Well. He's, a, he's a grifter, fucking huckster, shyster who told a bunch of fucking bullshit stories about his combat service and him going to a kumite in secret tournament somewhere. Because like when you watch the movie Bloodsport, you, you get this like uh, on screen like uh, 
text that tells you the backstory of Frank um, Dukes? I don't think he was in the first one. He wasn't? Oh, okay. Well, no, he was in right. Annihilation. He was also in the TV well, the actor, show Conquest. The actor playing Sub-Zero was also the reptile in the first one. Okay. Uh, and that, which is like one of the best fight scenes in that whole movie. I think probably the best, if I'm not. Scorpion Johnny Cage fight was really good. Anyway, um, Sonya, it cuts to Sonya now. Sonya. So, well, right, yeah. but um, yeah, the, if um, so this this Sub Zero is the one that we got that was introduced in Mortal Kombat three. He takes his mask off, and he's got a scar over his eye. He's the brother of Bihan, who then becomes Noob Saibot. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like fucking yes. crazy. It's like the tree of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and there's like each character has is just a story that has evolved over time. So there's like people that are connected to like Kung Lao and Liu Kang and the and the Order of Light, and then there's the Black Dragon with Kano, the Lin Kuei, the Shiri Ryu, uh, the Tarkatans. There's other realms. I love hearing just name, 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 name. <laughs> there's there's like a, a lore and a backstory to everybody. And it's pretty rich. Sonya arrives at her destination with Raiden because they took a tube together. Yeah. A little ball didn't ride. He, didn't he leave her there, though? Yeah, he's just, he's like, just like, bye. He's like, hey, here's your facility. It's kind of on fire. Peace, love. I got bye. shit to yeah. do. There's, like, the sky's purple and flamey, and it's doing that windbreaker sound. Yeah, he, he consistent. I feel like Raiden consistently is just like, uh, oh, oh, look at the time. Uh, yeah. Okay, bye. So I didn't really get any clips of this. We can fast travel. Like, why do you yeah. need to? Why do you need to leave? She finds Jax. Jax is all. Oh, sit. this was probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. I, I have some things of Jax, but it was like this one. I kind of was like, eh. they kind of talk a little bit. They yeah. help get the arms off, and then they get attacked by robots. More fighting, and that's Cyrax. Okay, yeah, Cyrax. <laughs> I, I was like, I literally just write down <laughs> completely wrote uninterested. Down, I just wrote down more fighting. <laughs> so this was a big deal for me as a kid because we get to see. Uh, Cyrax, he's another one of the robots who was part of the same clan as Sub Zero, the Lin Kuei. and and again, we only get to two in the movie because we didn't get uh, Sector, which is the red one. Mm -hmm. and, oh, it brings me back to I want to circle back around to something real quick. Yep. So Ermac is the red one that you see, and you're like, who's the red one? And I was like, well, and I told you he hit a little bit of his story, but the reason he's called Ermac is because in Mortal Kombat One or in some versions of it, I don't, I don't remember which console. Sometimes the game would malfunction just slightly, and it, and the it color. would turn the the swap on the uh, on the ninja, the color swap into a red. And instead of showing a name, it would say Er Mac, which is Error Macro. And so kids or people playing the game would think, uh, "Oh, there's an actual, there's another secret character besides Reptile." And they're like, "No, no, 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 it's not a, it's not a reptile. It's just a malfunction in the game." But they they retroactive continuity. That's retconned it so they could make him a whole new character. That's a genius, thus, right like, there. You know, bringing the legend of it all the way through since the beginning. You know, goddamn. And then by the time we got to Mortal Kombat three, I think is when we had at least four different ninjas in the color swap palettes, as well as like lady fighters who are, who are very similar. Jade, Milana. Well, now Jane now, Malina, now you can Katana. just change the color of mostly any character. Like what? You can start changing colors of characters anyway now. You can do a lot of uh, customize. Like, you can customize skins and stuff, but like the basis for what those characters were came from those color swaps, yeah. and you still see elements in their costumes now. Now they're all very different. Like some of the ninjas still look like ninjas, but sometimes reptile is a reptile and doesn't have those those uh, vestiges of the the same costume and stuff. So anyway, we are we are watching uh, a robot die. From having flammable dust, yeah, I said, I blown said, onto him. I said Sonya barbecues the robot, and that is supposed to be a reference to her special move, her her fatality, the kiss of death. yeah, the kiss of death, yeah. And then the, you see this dragon logo thing on Come it. Come off of Comes a robot, off real bad CG, and it's like, 
and this kind of blips out. Ro- robot with a tattoo. Hey, or is it a decal? I point? guess it'd be a decal. Yeah, yeah. makes himself feel good. You know, you'll <laughs> get a tattoo. You think there are robot moms out there that that look down on robot Probably. decals? Yeah, makes you look trashy, son. <laughs> Trade stamp right there on the back. <laughs> Who decaled that on you? <laughs> Leave me alone, mom. Uh, the the robot self destructs, and they kind of get out of there. Uh, okay, and then we, oh, they they do the big dive away from the fireball. Thing. Pretty I much, love yeah. Those. those are fun. And then we go back to the outer world, um, outworld, outworld, and um, this fucking sucks out here. Yeah, and they're. they're I can't even fucking choose this movie. Uh, Khan is choosing, like, he pretty much kills What's-His-Bucket. Oh, yeah, he kills Rain, and kills he's talking Rain. to all of his other generals. There's Motaro. Yeah, I got, a, I got a clip of this. So you kind of get a, these, like, voices, and... Yeah, here we go. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, so this is, like, them choosing a new general. My squads have already claimed thousands of innocent souls on Earth. And I would have claimed millions. By now, you'd be behind bars on display in a zoo. If those bars could keep me away from you, Shiva, I would welcome them. Report. Two of Earth's best warriors have already been taken. Cabal and Stryker. Tell me, did you make them beg for their lives before you destroyed them? But Master, I thought if I let them- I have no use for excuses! Rain. This will never happen again. It will never happen again. It is true, this will never happen again. It is also true, I need a new general. You can die in duty or by my hand, the choice is yours. Centaurs are known for the hunting prowess. As your general, I will personally hunt down every human soul and spare no one. Mataro can't be trusted. Long ago, I proved myself as the personal protector of Queen Sindel. Your orders are mine to follow. The energies they waste with their sniveling, I would use to capture souls for you. No. You are all far too impetuous for such important work. You are my new general, Queen Sindel. Unless anyone else has a different point of view. So you got this like big circular thing that he yeah. takes his big hammer and he hits it and it's yeah. like and they don't talk about that at all no it just makes the a big rest of show. the fucking thing even when katana is like in the cage yeah. i thought maybe like there's a portal and it's going to change your son. well allow me to uh shed some light on okay, okay. <laughs> so he kills rain yeah effectively for doing his job correctly yeah he's like well, you you killed them yeah but you didn't make him beg no 
Okay, well, now I got to kill you. I'm going to throw you in a pit of fire. Because didn't I give you specific instructions, Rain? And of course, that's his general. So now he's talking to these other schmucks in the room. And I need a new general. One's a, one's a centaur. Yep. One is a four-armed lady uh, from Outworld. They are the race of the Shokan, which is the same species as Goro. And I think Kintaro. We've never gotten a Kintaro in the movie. And hopefully these new movies will do that. Maybe. Remember him? Remember Kintaro? I think so. He was like the one with the swords? tiger-striped Oh, the tiger-striped guy. Yeah. With the forearms, just like Goro in the second one. That would have been cool. Um, But, yeah. So he kills the guy... And with a hammer, and the hammer is actually technically part of like Shao Kahn's whole shtick. He's supposed to be very big. Well, in the new with movie, that shoulder the charge new movie, and a big old him, hammer. Right? No, you get you get a a uh, hammer. There's a there's dude. a fucking there's a statue of him in the new movie, but you don't you know you oh, get you the hammer see. guy is Reiko. Oh, okay. He was a character who was introduced in Mortal Kombat Four. Gotcha. When the game went 3D. So maybe maybe we will get like a, a Shao Kahn in the next movie for the, you, we, the new we, one. You see, you his, see the statue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the big bad over Shang Tsung. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's the next. Evolution. Actually, there was another one. Uh, Quan Chi was supposed to appear in this movie, and Quan Chi was would later be another villain. Squan Chi. Squan Chi. <laughs> hey, you got a good place for me to Squan Chi around here? Oh yeah, Squan Chi. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> that's why you want to party. <laughs> why do you like to party, Uncle Rick? To get really, really red, son. <laughs> anyway, um, so. That's Shao Kahn's like weapon. That's he, he, he was just it was supposed to be like a display of power, and then of course he hits him with it and he dies in a fire. Yeah, it's like and a he had around the room. In the back. They're like in the corners, you know. It's like yeah, it's like a throw pillow. But hey, put a fire pit over there. So. Think he just get up and be like, oh shit. <laughs> he fell pretty far. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess there was a, like a a descending like yell. Yeah. We get what happened after this? I'm lost. Oh yeah, no. So it literally cuts to Liu Kang where he's at, and he's oh, he goes know, to a desert, right? Yeah, he goes to the desert. He's trying to find uh, the wolf, Night Wolf, Night Wolf, and another one of my favorite characters. He finds him. Now this is played by Lightfoot, Lightfoot. Uh, who everyone would know from being the Indian from Indian in the cupboard. Like yeah. the minute I saw him, husks. I'm, yeah, the minute I saw him, I'm like Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, like, guy's been in a bunch of things. Funny story: the Night Wolf described in uh, as. As he was described in the script, um, in the movie novelization, uh, he was wearing a Stone Temple Pilots t-shirt and a pair of Oakley sunglasses, um, which they aborted in favor of giving him the in-game outfit for the movie. And he teaches in the animality, which I guess kind of makes sense if it's going to come from a character who can control animals. Spirits Bare- they or- barely touch on it. Like he gets, att- he gets attacked by a wolf and then he turns into Lightfoot, right? Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, he, cool!" And then like Lightfoot like drugs him, gives him some like you know, ayahuasca or something, and he starts tripping balls. Yeah, yeah. Sees like a naked woman. He sees almost. Jade. He sees Jade, and she starts kicking his ass. And then <laughs> so Jade, so Jade is another one of those characters who was also uh, originated as a color swap of Melina and Katana, mm-hmm. um, just like Reptile was yeah, for green, Scorpion right? and Sub Zero. Yeah. And in this, uh, they gave her like a big bow staff. A bow staff became sort of her iconic weapon, like Katana's fans and, and Melina's size. And uh, I don't remember her role entirely, but I know she was supposed to be like an old friend of Katana's, but they kind of abandoned that backstory in favor of just making her like a, a turncoat, you know, for the for the bad people. Yeah, because they she, she 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 like I wrote down like Luke Cage meets Jade. She's horny. Yeah, like he she kinda, pretty much. She's trying to like seduce him, and then he kind of wakes up from his little fuck dream. And the, uh, <laughs> like, the, uh, the this role, I, I don't know this actress's name right off the top of my head, but Tai Trang, uh, Arena 
Is that her name? Pen TV. I'm probably butchering her name. Well, don't do that. You can do it. I believe in you. She's a Russian model and actress. Oh, really? Yeah. Jade? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she could be like kind Asian of that, but she's yeah, but she's from Russia. Okay. Uh, well, Tai Trang, who also played Trini Kwan, the she Yellow Ranger, she was in Zoolander. Oh, fantastic! So, do you, okay, the Yellow Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Trini Kwan, who was played by the actress Tai Trang, also auditioned for this role, but she was turned down. Mm. And I think she would end up being in the Crow City of Angels. Um, but then she unfortunately passed away in two thousand one, I think, in a car accident. Oof, that's not good. Sad news. Yeah, go ahead. What's uh, next? Jade, <laughs> I read that Jade slaps him. Um, and turns into her battle, like like her battle outfit. Oh, she like like yeah. The, the makeup changes and she becomes bad. Yeah, they fight um, or whatever. And you know, and then Luke King's like, oh, this oh, was, that's this, right. This was just a test by Nightwolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blue. Uh, and then Jade is she's she's talking about she's like, oh, I know where Katana is. I'll take you to her. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Katana in that cage above that fucking disc thing that yeah. That Shao Kahn hits or whatever that yeah. we don't even know what the hell it is. Yeah, it could have just been like, "Hey, look at my cool light button that I push." Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got like sorcerer-like powers. I thought it would be like, "Oh, this is the death weapon of." You I think know. it was literally just there to be like a display of like power, power. for him. Yeah. That's it. Right. And that's what's well, the logo too of the the whole thing. Too. Yeah, so when it like, lights up a little bit, you kind of see Mortal it. Kombat. Mortal it's a Kombat. dragon. Uh, then we have Sonya and Jax. They're walking through like the desert, and they're just arguing. And mm. uh, and Jax is like, yeah, I hate to say it, it is a very '90s. Oh man, like oh, yeah, I think I put '90s some, black guy in a yeah, movie completely. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is uh, it's the '90s doing doing all the yeah the '90s stuff. I need some water. This is bullshit. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, even know this guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, they need to put Why up. Why do you want to kill me? Where are we going? There's some mailboxes around here or something. Uh, yeah. Sonya gets attacked. Um, we get some like sexy mud wrestling. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Th- okay. This is their Melina, and she's in it for just a fight. And I don't know how she. Well, because her tattoo gets uh, flies away too. But is, was she just knocked unconscious? I don't know because it's not like they like uh, cut heads off. There's no like, no. She just like gives her else. like a face kick on the ground, and then she rolls over and. <laughs> Snoozing. Yeah, I wrote down like Sonya wins. And then and then this monster thing like pops Sonya. out of the ground, right? This big sea. Yeah, I wrote down like totem monster yeah. thing. And he just starts beating it up by its back left haunch. He's just punching it on its back left leg. Yeah, Jax just <laughs> goes to town just, on it's it. It's enough. It's enough to hurt the thing. He, he like gives a big Randy Savage elbow drop. And that's enough for the thing to just be like, oh no, I gotta <laughs> slide back into my hole. Snap into a Jax Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it cuts to Step Ra- into a slim jacks. So now we figure out where the fuck Raiden went to. He went to, to like the temple of the gods and I For have a, a makeover. I have a clip of him talking to the wind, fire, water, bad CG gods. Here it mm. is. The what elder is gods. Five? Yep. I have come to the eternal palace because your sacred rules have been broken. Shao Kahn has invaded the Earth. As always, Lord Raiden, you are granted three questions. 
first must be. Why was this treachery ever allowed? We do not control the destiny of man. Everyone possesses the ability to change their fate. So you will stand by and watch the ruination of Earth? You are correct, and believe in Kitana as the key to closing Khan's portals. But if I reunite her with Sindel, how can I be sure Khan's portals will stay closed until the next tournament? Only when Shao Kahn is destroyed will the future be safe. After living among the humans, do you truly believe them worth saving? More than anything I know. Do you love them enough to sacrifice your immortality? See no street signs, no mailboxes. Which temples they are the gods? Just keep moving, Jax. Yes! Show ya! You know this dude? Yeah. Is that Jax? Yeah. Who is she? Jade. This is Sonya Blake. Major Jackson Briggs. You got an incredible set of legs. For kicking, I mean. Where's Katana? She was kidnapped by Scorpion. You lost Katana and you picked up her? She helped me get here. Oh. Well, thanks to you, we've got Khan's extermination squads on our butt. Can I make a suggestion here? Let's put this petty stuff aside and start worrying about bigger things, like staying alive. get some more of that techno and then raiden shows up right and he's looking yeah. different he's cut mm -hmm. his hair we got like this 90s i'm gonna sell you pot on the beach looking <laughs> raiden <laughs> yeah he, yeah he turned into some dude who's like i'm gonna go visit the southeast asia for three weeks yeah kind of look and i dyed my hair blonde you guys yeah. like it you got i got a you got a haircut you got a buzz cut uh, i remember being a kid and this being really jarring i was like the fuck that's yeah. not raiden and uh, i like wearing a vest without a shirt this is like <laughs> iconic look is like this white uh costume with like a uh a rice hat, one of those farming hats, the the conical hat, you know what I'm saying? And now it's just a buzz cut blonde white dude. <laughs> I was like Raiden looking different. Uh what the hell did I write down? Yeah, I was reading this here. If you add up all the Oh, uh, his powers are leaving. Oh yeah, because the realms are merging. The realms which are is merging. dumb because if it's happening to him, why isn't it happening to Shao Kahn? Yeah. If they're brothers. If the <laughs> like why well, we don't, know, we, we, don't, we, we, don't, we don't know their brothers just yet. Oh, right. Okay, but, gee yeah. whiz. And then, if you're adding up all the backflips, front flips, and side flips together, there are a total of 44 or 54 of them in this movie. <laughs> the Like, Raiden opens up a portal, right? Yeah. It's like things are just being destroyed. Mm -hmm. And he goes through, and he's like in the outer world by Liu Kang's temple. Outer world. <laughs> sorry. Well, yeah. Sorry. Outworld. Outworld. <laughs> Outworld and Raiden starts fighting these three dudes and the body the body doubling for Raiden is bad. Oh, Did you notice that the, it's, the oh it's like it's, uh, his stunt double. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, no, he's small, it, very small. Because it's Ray Park. Oh, is it? Yeah, <laughs> it was it Ray Park. Yeah, or? Ray Park. Oh, yeah. Man. 
Fuck. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, no, but it just doesn't look anything like him. According to this, I don't know how true this is, but yeah, yeah. do we already pass the part where where he rescues Katana from the cage? We're about to get there. We're about yeah. to get there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Tarkatan, or the Baraka, is also Ray Park. Apparently. Oh, really? And I guess Sylvester Stallone turned down the role of Baraka? According to this, uh, this is this is what's in the Did You Know column of the IMDb Did uh, you page. And I, I really, I'm struggling to believe this one. Anyway, go ahead. I'm in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm from Outworld. <laughs> Outworld. <laughs> I got these blades. It'll come out of my arms. Sonya. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Kang sneaks into the fortress, finds Katana, and then I wrote down, it's a trap. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, um, ugly sword arm creature. That's... Ugly sword creature. That's Baraka. Yeah, that's Baraka. It's just he's yeah. a Tarkatan. Yeah, they got the big long teeth. Luke Kang ends up saving. That's Katana. the that's the character that Sylvester Stallone turned down. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was that just saying. Cool. I have a hard time. Well, I don't I well, because time. he wore that stupid mask. I guess if it was Stallone, it would be they would have done makeup. If it's true at all, I can't imagine like hey, Stallone. He could be our Baraka. He's like, oh, I won't do it. Maybe it was like Stallone's brother or something. It it's Ray Park. Yeah, I know. I know. I know it's very funny, <laughs> okay, but I'm sorry. saying, like, maybe they've confused Sylvester Stallone with his brother or something. Like, maybe it was him. Um, yeah, Luke King. What's his name? Frank? Frank, Frank, Stallone? Frank Stallone. Luke King saves Katana. Um, what does it say? Uh, yeah, and then Sh- Shiva shows Luke up. King kills Shiva. Rescues Katana, kills Shiva. Yeah, Is that what you just said. Yeah, Luke King sh- saves. Katana. No, like, yeah, saves Katana and okay, then, like, okay. squishes Shiva. Like, yeah, that, there's no fight. There's no fight. It's just like. <laughs> In the in the shooting script and the novelization, Shiva is killed uh, following an extensive fight scene with Raiden. Uh, but the scene was never filmed, and Raiden instead fighting two two raptors and Shiva being crushed by a falling cage. I'm guessing the raptors are the names are given the reptile like people. Yeah. Um. So the part of her being crushed by a cage is is still left in the movie. Her only action sequence is a brief quarrel with uh, Motaro, where uh, he just like lifts her up, and then the Back in that scene with him hitting the hammer on the table, yeah, that's that's like the only real fight she had at all was when the her and her and Mataro like are like just getting each other's face. That's it, and then she gets the cage dropped on her. Yeah, then the I'm about to play a clip where um, Katana kind of finds her mom laying on a slab. Okay, you know, and everybody's there, and we kind of find out that Jade pretty much tricked him and all that jazz. So, a little more story, whatever story there is to this movie. Yeah. Reunite her body and soul. Kitana, your love can break the hold Khan has over your mother and close his portals to Earth. Have never loved you. 
child as you, what reason was there to love? I knew it could not be true. It cannot be. Oh, but it can. And it is. And you are powerless, Thunder God. <laughs> it's over. You fools. You've been tricked. The legend was a lie. Khan's portal stayed open. Now the merger is nearly complete. How could you do this to us? It was so easy. You will die for this, Jade. trusted you, man. And what happened? You take us on a wild goose chase. I don't understand. You were advised by the other gods. The gods must have lied to me. Yo, forget your gods. And immortals. And all that junk. I say the only ones we can trust from here on out are humans. Nobody else. Not even Raiden. Don't you understand? By leading us here, he is mortal now. Just like you. All his powers have been sacrificed. That's even worse. How do we stop Khan now? There's more to this than Khan. If Sindel is not the key to closing Khan's portals, then Khan has a higher allegiance. Wait a second. That tattoo, I've seen it before. On a robot and a woman. They both tried to kill me. And both of them work for Khan. This tattoo is a family crest, bestowed only to my bloodline. It is a permanent mark that allows safe passage through the portals for the bearer and his passengers. The tattoos you saw, did they flee the fighter upon death? Took off like a bat out of hell. Temporary passes. They did not share my bloodline. But if it's your family crest, how can Conside have it too? My father is an elder god, and only they can bestow such a marking. Your dad's an elder god? Funny how you failed to mention that before. If your father's an elder god, what does that make Khan? Shao Khan is my brother. Everything you ordered. It was your job to lure them to an ambush. If they escaped, then you failed me! Who could never have stopped them alone? Listen to her. She speaks the truth. We would have died trying. They would have died trying. <clears throat> and so, trying yeah. is too not good enough, so he too fucking not kills <laughs> Jade. Con it kills makes Jade. a thing eater, right? And it burps. Does he? Something like... 
Oh yeah, like like the, it's not like a dragon or something. It's just like this weird. I don't know. Something that just comes to life on the wall. <laughs> the, the, uh, there's no rules. There's no rules. There's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> no rules powers in work. World. There's no rules. It uh, just sucks out here, man. And so Raiden and the team they kind of go up to like the temple, and you see Khan and everybody there, and Raiden's like, "Yeah, I can't kill you. He's my brother. I will not fight you." You know, and and Raiden tries. Why this, not? Because he says like, "I'll pray for you, brother," or something like <laughs> that. Uh, just fucking fight while yeah. you have powers. Oh no no no! You know, he, he no he says, "I'll pray for you" to the team. He literally is oh. like, "I can't kill my brother." Isn't he? Raiden, God? It, yeah, Raiden instantly is like, sorry, bros. Oh, look at the time. Gotta yeah. go. I'll pray for you. Sheesh. So the team goes to battle. Uh, Raiden tries to stop his brother, but he fucking dies. He dies. And yeah. And then my team goes to battle again. They start Man. losing, but they win. Oh, my oh yeah. Everybody like gets their little last win. And Sonya fights off Ermac, which would never happen. Ermac's way too powerful. The teams, yeah. The Jax people who beats they fight. up Motaro without his arms. He gets his. He takes his, his arms enhancements off. off. Yeah, he does the ground pound. That's fun. <laughs> pound, ground pound. Yeah, it's yeah, one of his special moves. Everyone, everyone kind of gets in their special move in some way. Like Sindel's is all about this, like bah, this, like banshee scream she does, and her hair is like a Medusa style, like whippy. Yeah, because she she hits Raiden in that one yeah, scene, and, and it's, it's just super like, dumb. We should do. Like, but that's all oh, the sparkle. That's her power. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so like it's weird. It's weird too when you look at like um. Motaro, he's got the four limbs, and like other additions later, like uh, of Mortal Kombat, he it would be they'd make him bipedal, with two cloven like you know like horse yeah. legs. He'd be more like a minotaur than he is a centaur in other versions of it. It's weird, and but I think um, this is when like Liu Kang and Khan go like, out they, of they start, they start battling, and yeah. then they morph into their creatures. And it's bad. I'm like Liu Kang turns into a gremlin dragon. It's a dragon. It's a gremlin. It's supposed to be a dragon. It looks like a gremlin and a dragon had a little. Well, in Mortal Kombat 2, one of his fatalities was turns into a dragon. Yeah, bites the upper I half of your that. body off. Okay, yeah. I don't know what the hell. Some kind of Cause Hydra. Because like, like even in the new movie, remember he does like that fire thing with a dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. I was talking about Shao Kahn, like his he, creature. Yeah, it's is like some a Hydra. Kind of... That's what I wrote. I wrote Hydra thing. Literally a Hydra, Hydra yeah. thing. Like what the hell is that? And then it's like. It looks so weird too. The Liu Kang kind of wins, and then the gods step kinda in. Kind of wins. He does win. He wins, and then like the gods step in and say like the fate is decided by in Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah, and then yeah, that's when they fight. Oh, and that's, Liu Kang oh wins. that's when. Wait, okay, I think. Yeah, because they show up. They and, show up, and then they like stop Shinnok, and then they like, sort of like make him. Don't they like bust him down to like Liu Kang's level? So it's like they have to yeah. win on their. The like, own merits without their powers. We can't step in, but if uh, well, yeah, because he's like, well, we won. It's like no, and they're like, yeah, yeah. decided by Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. that's when they battle, and then and, and then like, the theme starts up, and we get a few punchy, punchy kickies, uh, some bad CGI and then, things, yeah. and and then he Liu Kang wins, and then the Outworld disappears. Yeah, and they're they're all like it unmerges. They all merge, and this is like this is literally the end of the movie. <laughs> and here's yeah. like the clip of everything's back to normal. Okay, here it is. <laughs> That was the longest week of my life. Oh, come on, Jax. Could have been worse. Could have been the last week of our lives. Yeah, I guess that's right. Hey. Yeah. 
What's up with that? Forget this moment, Lou. You've all made me very proud. I will be watching you. So stay out of trouble. And remember, be there for one another. You're a family now. goes into the credits and I love, how, I love how I love Raiden's like and remember be there for one another but hey I gotta go I gotta go I'll yeah bear, again oh, I, yeah I gotta leave now. sorry yeah. I can't be there for you you guys you guys be there for, you, for your own people yeah sorry oh boy uh yeah zero ducks zero zero and a hard zero for me ah. one hard zero all right I, I know this this movie is special place in your heart holy moly uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember when I watched it, I'm like, I need the I need my life back. Yeah. It was it was not good. No. It was it's not, not good at all. But it's one of those completely It's so bad so completely that I love it. And I remember liking it a lot before I hated it. <clears throat> and it's a nostalgia trip, and just based on those things alone, it deserves two from me. Um, but if I were, you know, looking at it objectively, if I watched it for the first time yesterday, I'd be like, fuck this piece of shit, get it out of here. <clears throat> but, unfortunately, or fortunately, rather, it's part of that package deal of all of the things I loved about Mortal Kombat when I was a kid, so there it is. I'm going to reach in the bucket. Okay. And pull one out. Right? Do you you want to? Okay, go for it. Yeah. Reach in the bucket. That'll be a good one. Oh, this is a good one. It's actually from the same year. Really? This movie is not a bomb. It's actually <clears throat> would be considered a kind of a cult classic. Now. Okay, uh, Fifth Element. Oh, Fifth Element. All right. Yeah, my uh, my cousin's husband, I guess, yeah, cousin's husband, uh, requested you, this a while ago. Oh, okay. So, Rich Puza, if you're listening, we chose your movie. Cool. So, Fifth Element, and that one's easy to rent. <clears throat> That's a fun one. Yeah, everybody will like that. I like Luc Besson. So, awesome. alrighty. Well, thank you everyone for listening to that. Uh, Hope episode you of us talking about that Mortal Kombat. Go watch it if you have. I mean, if you have HBO, it's on there. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, all three, all, all of them are on there. All and the three, new one. Yeah, uh, if you're a big Mortal Kombat fan and you don't already know about uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy or Mortal Kombat Rebirth, Mortal Kombat Rebirth was a short film made online 
um, that was used as a pitch, which then morphed into Mortal Kombat Legacy, a web series. Oh, okay. Where there's a, a bunch of like reimaginings of the Mortal Kombat lore, and then made into a uh, um, an episodic show that you could only you could only watch online. You can watch it on YouTube, I believe. But some of the um, Scorpion Sub Zero like dynamics in that show were actually pretty good. The fight scenes were good, and it almost it did almost exactly what the prologue to this new movie did, just in a, in more episodes. Um, and Casper Van Dien plays Johnny Cage. Nice. And Michael Jai White is Jax, who was almost Jax on this movie. Um, really? Back in the day, but I think he was doing Spawn. Deep Or, or maybe that was about a year before. Something uh, like that. I think Spawn was 96. Somewhere in there. I think it was 97. Uh, but yeah, if you're into that sort of stuff, go check that out. And there's a whole world of things in Mortal Kombat that are, that are pretty cool. There was like even a... Uh, a <clears throat> sort of a prequel animated movie and comic book that came out before the very first movie in 95. I remember watching it because it had some really, really rough early like 3D animation fight scene between Kung Lao and Goro, the the ancient Kung Lao. And that's how I like learned as much as I did about Mortal Kombat lore. Anyway, yeah, go check those things out if you're into that. I want to thank all of our DTU patrons, D-Rock, Kariski, Shea Money, Gina Bobina, Voy Pronto, Cinemantha, Patty Edwards, Rios, Samwise, Stripes, and Brittany, and of course, our producer, AJ Simmons. Uh, thank you, and we love you all. We'll see you soon. Be safe. Thank mm-hmm. you.